man, this one just sucks. Welcome to Are We There Yet? In Exploration and Education in Anime, I'm your anime idiot and birthday boy, Patrick Ooh. Dugan. Woo! I'm an anime expert, D. Hollander. And I'm Brenna McCullough, your anime Herbie the Love Bug. Vroom, vroom. Vroom! Buzz, buzz, buzz. Get on inside me, Lindsay Lohan. No. <laughs> Crawl inside me like Luke would a tauntaun. <laughs> Pilot me like a mech. <laughs> I thought you were a car on the outside. <laughs> uh, well, we're we're here. We're back. It's been another full <laughs> rotation around the goddamn sun that hasn't uh, swallowed this planet yet. So that means it's time for Zoids, baby. Uh, oh, I was going to say it's a cause to celebrate, but now you've said this. So. <laughs> yeah. You had to go and say that and ruin the mood. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend at all in this episode. I'm already a little drunk because (laughs) we're watching Zoid's Fusors, and that's (laughs) Fusors with a Z because you know it's extreme. Heyo. And with an O-R, that's Uh, not. Like, it's not not even resembling a word. (laughs) It's so far off. It's early 2000s slash late 90s. I don't know when this comes out. 2004. 2004. Okay. So, uh, solidly in Bush's second term, <laughs> we oh have God. this, this, uh, piece of shit coming wow. up. We're, we're just not having anything good this episode. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. So we burned through the two Zoids series that I knew as a youth. Same. So we're beyond the familiar territory. <laughs> we're we're into the bullshit. Zoids. That's like. Hey, let's sell some more toys. We can squeeze some more uh, money out of this franchise, right? Yeah? Okay, yeah, let's keep doing that. So that's where we're at in the TV show, where it's clearly just built for uh, toy tie-ins, where they're like, hey, buy two toys and fuse them together, dipshit. (laughs) It always gets me because, like, they do the CGI on the Zoids in, like, all the series, so it's like, it's clear that's where putting most of their attention, which is fair. They're the titular character of Zoids. (laughs) <laughs> but then, like, you know it's for toys because they always have those big red, like, lug nuts on the outside of them that look hideous. There's no aesthetic reason those exist, but it's because those are the pieces that connect the parts for the toys, for the models. So they're like, we have to incorporate them in the show design because they're in the toy design, and we need to make them, like, one-to-one exact. Because that's mm-hmm. the only reason the show exists, to sell these toys. We're in our, like, third franchise of this game garbage toy thing that's barely selling so let's oh let's go until we start losing money and then our bosses say okay stop let's Let's get fucking wild the bad part is there's still like two or three more series of that and i think there's a new one coming out so i don't think there's a what Uh, did you say two or three more oh sweet summer child there's so many more oh there's about a half dozen more we have to get through fucking Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! both robots we'll be in 2030 before we stop watching zoids baby it's the zcu the zoid cinematic universe (laughs) i hate it we got your soul forever what phase are they in now 
Oh, Jesus. Uh, Zoid specifically is in the nostalgia phase of like, hey, you're a a weird 30-year-old, right? Remember Zoids? (laughs) Remember when things didn't make sense and you were just on board for it and you're like, nothing bad can happen to me. I'm an innocent child. And now you're an adult and you're just like, everything terrifies me. Zoids. (laughs) Remember uh, extreme things without an E, just (laughs) X-streams? Yeah, so uh, I'm the Zoids guy, and I haven't seen this piece of shit. Uh, I assume neither of you have seen it, right? Absolutely not. I just realized Tony Hawk's kids might be in college, and that, like, hurts my soul. (laughs) Tony Hawk, the man, the mystery, the legend. The legend. (laughs) I know nothing about the fucking Zoid. Coincidentally, we stopped at the same two shows that I had any frame of reference for, so this is all new. Fair. Uh, We're all in very shaky ground just knowing that they're already stretching. They're already (laughs) stretching. We're already running real thin. This is only number three. (laughs) Plug your nose. We're diving in. We're going to watch the first three episodes of Zoid's Fusors. Hold on, I gotta throw up. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. (laughs) On that note. (laughs) I have actually been fighting food poisoning the last 24 hours, and this was the worst (gasps) experience of that day. Oh, boy. Holy shit. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, we're, um... We're in some great anime franchise territory of just no one cares. Everyone gave up. The The dub doesn't sink anymore and no one even bats an eye because who actually watched this series in the last 10 years? No one? Okay. You know the thing about 100 monkeys uh, with typewriters? <laughs> yeah. That's this. If you put a hundred monkeys in a room with typewriters, eventually they will write a Zoid series. <laughs> but like, and then uh, three million monkeys later, they come up with the third Zoid series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that comparison's for like eventually they'll write Shakespeare, saying like they'll eventually get to something good. We're in the early drafts of the monkeys. This is an early yeah. monkey draft. Yeah, if you give like four monkeys thirty <laughs> minutes, you get Zoid's fuses. <laughs> They're in an upstairs room in a hotel above an anime convention. Like, this is what it'll get. They'll get high off the weeb fumes, and they'll just put in mechs in there. Uh, so, yeah, I I personally decided I was going to play a game. It didn't really pan out, but <laughs> the game was initially built on I was going to take a drink of this beautiful alcoholic beverage I have every time they say fusors, but it didn't really work out. So I just drank the whole drink. <laughs> So yeah, uh, so I put this rum and coke, uh, I put in one shot for every episode of the show I had to watch into a glass and then filled the rest with coke and some lime juice that I'm now calling a Liger Zero. That's what that <laughs> oh, drink is now wow. called. But yeah, uh, so at that, least that's something came out of this. That's so good. I actually, I don't really drink, but I like a rum and coke, and that sounds baller. <laughs> yes, three shots is 
one too many. <laughs> yeah, I could do is two and be like, wait, this is a little much, right? I could probably do half. You could have done a Coke Zero and it would have been Liger Zero. And then, oh, oh my god, man. that's it. You did it. You found it. Uh, rum and Coke with Coke Zero is now a Liger Zero. But take Nobody a little, else can a little have squirt that. of lime juice. That's a Liger Zero. Don't steal that from us. We're begging you. Take some plastic shrapnel, crush it up, and put it in the drink so you can drink it, your mouth bleeds. <laughs> the same pain we feel watching Zoid still for three years in a fucking row. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're like a quarter of the way there, baby. It, hey right. I'll just because it's not exclusive to one episode. I'll just get this up front. It's four by three re- uh, resolution. It's so fucking <laughs> crunchy because it's from like old standard definition, and no one anywhere online has bothered to get a high quality rip of this because. Why the fuck would you? Yeah, no one gives a shit. So it's so crunchy to watch, and it the audio peaks constantly. It's so it's bad. It's so peak. compressed. It's so bad. It's still the beautiful Canadian dubs. You get those just tastes of Canadian accents mm-hmm. to be like, hey, uh, we uh, we didn't bother to uh, pay anyone in America to do this. That would be way too expensive. We're so, recording uh, in Canada to vo- avoid union dues because we got to get this on the cheap. <laughs> and the the dub, just the sink, just ever so slightly drifts until it's a full <laughs> minute and a half off by the end of the episode. It's like, fine, why not? Yeah, if you watch this far into the series, you're dedicated. You're mm-hmm. ready for this. It's part of the fun. It's part of the charm so let's get into episode one ah uh, my home <laughs> turf planet z uh, <laughs> uh, a beautiful homecoming but what it's not just a garbage desert place anymore it's an actual city okay this is a new development <laughs> we're in a city i think it was like blue, blue city, city or whatever don't bother coming with a clever name it's a color <laughs> yeah yeah uh that's as much thought as they put into it we're in blue city on planet z and we see huh, 2004, <laughs> just beautiful, open on just a <sighs> shitty blind date of a guy being like, hey, hey, you're so fucking hot, I might cancel my other dates for tonight, huh, babe? And she's like, oh, you're so bad. Ooh. She's also got the New York accent. Hey, Even in Canada, they really pull through. <laughs> <laughs> We're in America. Hey, forget about it. <laughs> I'm about to start a new D&D campaign, and one person's like, I'm using Molly's accent from the original Sailor Moon dub. I was like, yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> inappropriate Delicious. New York accent. Also, the guy in this convertible is just Space Dandy. We haven't watched Space yeah. Dandy yet. We probably will. But that's just <laughs> literally Space Dandy. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, boy. Well, hopefully in Space Dandy involves a liger running down a highway. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> sure. cars. Our Zoid sightings, we got Liger Zero running down the highway. The only character anyone knows from Zoids is Liger Zero. <laughs> yep, the only recurring character <laughs> in that. It's kind of like the same car. It's like if the main character of Yu-Gi-Oh was a Toyota Camry. <laughs> It's, it's literally anime Herbie the Love Bug. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we get uh, Liger running down the highway and the police are like, no, you can't bring a Liger here. But, ooh, we got a hotshot pilot named RD who doesn't give a dang about the rules. What does RD stand for? Fuck if we know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, rude dude. dude. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's it. Found it. Got it in one. So, uh, rude dude is running down the highway. Um, and he's like, I, I don't give a 
F about the cops. <gasps> what? Because it's a kid's Who? show. What? We can't we can't swear. But uh, we see the police corner him and the I guess sheriff. <laughs> the sheriff. This guy cowboy hat. Gummy. <laughs> Gummy. Dude's name is Gummy, and you have to respect him as an authority of the law. And he's like, hey, stop being a Liger pilot, kid. And he's like, no. Okay. I, <laughs> I, can't, I guess I can't argue with you. <laughs> Shit, no, you got me there. Enough. Uh, so Liger Zero senses a, a breach in the barricade and runs through a, a tunnel and escapes. And the police are like, should we chase? No. Nah, he's already gone. We got some other stuff to deal with. There was a burglary that uh, probably won't come up in the rest of the episode. <laughs> Fuck, wait, I think it actually does. I just realized the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, rude dude returns to his base uh, with a bag of apples. Is that why he was running down the highway? Sure, he bought a bag of apples. Okay. There's a lot of apples in this show. Yeah, just very apple-centric economy here. So, uh, goes back to the base, and and the girl of the team <laughs> starts shaming him for being a rude dude. Uh, <laughs> She's both girl and mom. Mm, you hate to see it. She confuses me so much. Yep. Uh, her name is Sweet. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. These names. So she's like, you can't do crime, especially in the no crime zone of the city. <laughs> and then, of course, we have other teammates being like, hey, sweetie, you better, you better sh- uh, shut your sweet mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he, he I mean, is, that's not far off from the not. actual dialogue. He is, no. he is the a stereotypical Joey Wheeler of this show. Just he is the random New York accent. Yeah, this is Sigma, which now works in 2021, I guess. Uh <laughs> he's just very into Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Oh, <laughs> um, Sigma and Helmet, the yeah. other guy with a cool metal face mask. Uh he doesn't wear a helmet. Why the fuck yeah. is he called helmet? <laughs> it's a mask. Yeah, tuxedo helmet. Uh decides <laughs> uh they have to go out on a mission. There are some like loose zoids in the city they have to wrangle. Loose zoids. Once oh, again, boy. are they sentient creatures? Are they just machines they build? Are they birthed? Are they created? No one knows! Who cares? No one knows and no one cares. Yeah, it's like uh, thinking about Pokemon deeply, but who gives a shit in the past decade? (laughs) They are off on a mission, but RD has to go do a courier stuff because he's a delivery boy. (laughs) He's young and inexperienced, so I guess this is Futurama now. (laughs) He's got the most powerful Zoid, and they have him deliver packages. Yeah, the previous two series, they're like, Hey, you found Liger Zero? Holy shit, this is like the holy grail of Zoids. But we are introduced to this boy being like, yeah, I'm joyriding around the city. I don't give a, sh- uh, a fuck about this piece of shit. In uh, my mail truck. Yes. <laughs> Your drift a 40-foot tall lion robot? <laughs> He's on delivery duty. Uh, RD and Sweet are on the roof. They're talking about... Oh, Sweet tells him to quit whining because he's part of a team and you're working for the team. It's all a group effort and we're all working towards finding the Alpha Zoid. And then he's like, oh, my the greatest thing I uh, ever needed to do. 
I forgot. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. I forgot my entire life's goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he goes off uh, to do this delivery. Uh, he meets up at a sketchy warehouse. And the guy's like, oh, I don't know if I could trust this to a dumb kid. Oh. <laughs> it's not far off, though. Like, that's the voice. <laughs> Yeah, everyone is just a shitty Canadian thought on what every American sounds like, which is just New York. Are they wrong? Maybe that's what we sound like to them. (laughs) For the quality of this show, I can't begrudge the actor for making that choice. It's like, was this one take? Sure. Do we have time to take it again? Yes. Are we going to? No. No. Fair. Nothing on the actors. Nothing on the people who are like, yeah, I'll show up for... I'm sorry, 2004, um, I'm going to say $15 per episode. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, don't blame them at all, but this, uh, looking back, uh, (laughs) uh, beautiful artifact of uh, a long-lost era of beautiful dubs. Um, (laughs) Rude Dude is like, oh, I guess I'll leave with my badass Zoid and not take your package. And the guy's like, oh, hold up. Oh, whoa. Hey, I'm the Fonz now. Uh, uh, you can take our package. This has to go to Easy Town in the next three hours. I swear to God, if you go to Lazy Town, I swear to God, if you go to Lazy Town. <laughs> we can't do this here. Not again. Um, but, ooh, mysterious woman is watching from the chat. So, uh, uh, so we see Sweet and, like, the Team Dad Hop. I just called him Team Dad. <laughs> I think I have that sort too, yeah. Um, they're watching Zoid battle. She's super into it, uh, but whatever. It, it's Zoids. The, there's Zoid. a combat component. Okay, yeah, there's it's Zoid built in. in. Strap in, everyone. Uh, listen <laughs> to the last three late March episodes. And you'll figure <laughs> out what's going on. Um, but RD is off on his journey. He's... Oh, excuse me. I almost skipped a note. Um, so the client boss is like, oh, you trusted my valuables to a, a, a snot-nosed kid who happens to be an amazing Zoid pilot? Oh, oh no, our, our, our deal from the robbery we did is going to go <laughs> bad because we stole a bunch of fucking jewels and we're trying to sell them outside <laughs> the city. But no one knows because I'm screaming about it in my own office. Uh, I didn't realize you wrote but, down the entire script. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, oh no, a listening device. Ooh, who could have planted that? Was it the mysterious woman we saw? Don't worry about it. No. Um, it was. <laughs> so we see uh, some some other crime family is listening in and they're like, ooh, uh, Zoid's got valuable jewels that got burgled earlier today. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're, off, they're off for Rude Dude. Um, so Rude Dude, he's bored on the journey. He's like, oh, being a courier is so lame. I just run and sit here. Well, uh, sorry, my Zoid runs. I just sit here and listen to the same album over and over. The album that he picks up they're on floppy disk. You know, <laughs> the future of music. Delicious. <laughs> in, a, in a beautiful mech, uh, but listening to music on floppy disk that can hold one album at a time. It's the future. <sighs> <sighs> Wonderful. He's running, and of course, the crime family attacks him. Uh, they're like, hey, we need that package of yours. 
I can't remember if these guys come back in the next few episodes, so who cares what their names were? Um, <laughs> Burke and or Bert. I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, they're attacking. They're going to steal the package. We see a flash to Easy Town where this <laughs> mysterious woman uh, is there uh, talking to the buyer and is trying to seduce, seduce them and be like, ooh, I'm a woman, you're immediately in love with me, so what are you waiting for, crime lord? And he's like, oh, just some jewels that I'm waiting to sell. Just so we're clear, this woman was eavesdropping at the warehouse when he picked up the package and is already in easy town. Why didn't she deliver it? Because she clearly got there faster. (laughs) Yeah, uh, teleportation technology is available, but it's not used because Zoids are way cooler. Because Zoids. Uh, Mm -hmm. So we get the crime family attacking RD, trying to steal the package. He loses it because he's like, no, I gotta focus on doing cool attacks. I can't. I can't uh, uh, protect the one thing I'm out here for. Fights these Zoids and, oh, the cops are here. Ah, oh, they tracked him down. They got an anonymous tip that these are the jewels that got burgled earlier. So the the two crime family Zoids just yeet out of there and, I don't know, uh, Rude Dude is, <laughs> is complicit in a crime. Like, new I don't know this package. I'm selling it for a buyer for money. I'm not going to ask questions. But the cops are like, oh, kid, you just got tied up with this. We're going to let you go. You're fine. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) Us, the authorities, aren't even going to take the jewels back. We trust you to give them back to the person who lost them. Yeah, wait a minute. Oh, it's you, R.D.? Of course you're not in trouble. Yeah, the criminal we are tracking down, like... 15 minutes earlier, <laughs> we trust you with a bunch of jewels that are worth billions of dollars, apparently. So says I, Sheriff Gummy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking names. So they they wait for the jewel owner. The, they're back at the base. Uh, uh, Sigma's like, oh, fucked up a mission. Ha ha, I'm a hotshot. Um, <laughs> ha ha. But who walks in the door to claim these jewels? It's the mysterious woman that Sweet apparently knows and is named Amy. Amy. Okay. Amy Rose. Yep. Boom. Yep. Sonic. Sonic. No. Got there, Sonic. Sigma's knuckles. No. Helmet's <laughs> silver? <laughs> I don't know that one. I didn't play that one. But she called in the tip to the police so she could swoop in and claim the jewels and stole it from the thieves at the help of the police. That sounds about right in my experience. <laughs> Of contemporary policing. So, <laughs> R.D. is walking around downtown. Uh, a crowd is watching a big screen, watching the big ol' Zoids battle match. Watching the game. Mm-hmm. Just watching the game with the bros, you know, just standing on a street corner. Not being in, like, in an establishment. Just watching it no. on a big screen in, uh, in Times Square. And, but... The champion, Rastini, immediately loses to some mysterious new competitors. And that's where we end episode two and my uh, full comprehension of this series. <laughs> yeah, my brain didn't turn on for this until I had to take notes. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep, I took notes at the beginning and was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Time to black out. I just took another <laughs> swing at the Liger Zero. You got that? <laughs> <laughs> As is tradition, after episode one, we go on to episode two. Hmm. Huh? Title of this episode is one plus one equals question mark. Uh, 
I mean, it was two minus one plus one equals question mark. Uh, d- don't get it twisted. <laughs> it was? I believe so. I need to go to That bed. was not for me. It just said one plus one equal question mark of mine. <laughs> but I don't, you know what? That's more than that's more brain thinking capacity than I have right now. So <laughs> hey, I'm I'm kind of the Zoids guy around here. I think yeah, I know the episode title I saw once and then but never thought about again. I forgot to factor in the Zoid did shit. There's always a Zo- <laughs> Zoid is two minus whatever. Of course. Anyway, uh, start off with the episode two. We got the Zoids battle from the last episode with the enemy team literally called the Dark Assassins. They're not one for subtlety. Nope. (laughs) And this team consists of two Zoids against three Shield Ligers. They don't call them Shield Ligers, because then you would realize that they're connected to the Liger Zero, and realize that they were the titular Zoid in the first series, and be like, hey, aren't Shield Ligers better than this? Aren't they not just this cannon fodder, like, idiot team that gets knocked around for one hit? No, these are just cannon fodder idiots. But they are Mm -hmm. riding Shield Ligers. You You weren't supposed to remember five years earlier to the last two series. Yeah, uh, don't think about it. Uh, Anyone who watched that series is already uh, 13 and they're too old to be watching this. So so then we got the Dark Assassins, which are made up of two Zoids, which are a Spinosaurus and a Crab. Crab, Crab, Crab. Did you expect Crab? No one does. Sorry, um, can you give me the actual (laughs) title of this Crab? Killer Dome. I'm sorry, I think you cut out real quick. What was, uh, real loud and clear, can you say the name of this crab one more time? The crab's name is Killer Dome. (laughs) The secret word of the day. (laughs) Ah, He said Killer Dome. (laughs) So, these two Zoids combine, they fusor. Mm. That hurt to say. So the crab jumps on the dinosaur's back, and apparently they're a robot god now. Because yeah, of course level- it jumps on top. Its name is Killer Dome. <laughs> Don't I even pretend like that's justified. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, apparently the power level went from like this one's twelve and this one's a thirteen, and then they combine. They're like these are now five billion. Like the power level just skyrockets so much because they've connected their batteries math <laughs> and they just wipe the shit out of uh black impact which is the other team which are the, res- the residing champion team and when all the like <laughs> the crab claw just shoot out on like whips and just pick up the other like ligers and just smash them and they're like that's it that's the battle that's what we base our whole economy off of and gamble so much money on <laughs> and they're gone in fucking seconds it's like all right my life savings. Great. We see, we see, like, the leader of Black Impact, like, the cockpit pops open, and he's like, ugh, I got bumped around a little bit. I guess I better study more for the next battle. And he seems fully fine. Make a note of that, because that'll come into play later in this episode. <laughs> and then back at the Rude Dude's base, uh, they're watching the battle recap, and the announcer's going over how powerful the fusions are. And they get some big old nerd to come in and be like, hey, look at that, they're fucking, yeah, fusion strong. And they're like, cool. No, is that this episode? I forget. Anyway, the announcer recaps the battle. Uh, rude dude asks the resident nerd helmet. He doesn't wear a helmet. Like, I can't <laughs> stress how not a helmet this is. <laughs> he talks to helmet. Be like, hey, how did that fusion happen? And helmet says, I don't know. 
I don't even know how to set the clock on my MP3 player. Ooh! What? You had floppy disk <laughs> last episode. Yeah, you pilot a fucking robot beast, and you're like, I don't know how technology works. Let me let me record this battle on my VHS player. Wink. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? All the technology in the background is more advanced than an MP3 player. Don't act like that's big. Ugh, anyway. God, I watched the movie The Terminal with Tom Hanks the other day, a 2004 Whoa. classic, and ooh, just a very, this image has been stuck in my head since I watched it as a youth. There is an advertisement in this airport that says, introducing the camera phone. So that Ooh. is where we're at in 2004. This we're is like, whoa, you can take Ooh. pictures on your camera? Or what? excuse me, on your phone. Honestly, the way technology the the way technology has has progressed in the past 20 years is baffling. It was so fast. Ugh. Some would say too fast. <laughs> too fast, and now we're ruined. Anyway, let's anyway, let's um Amy Rose kicks in the door saying, Hey Sonic, I'm here to marry you. And uh no, she actually I'll do my best, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, it turns out she actually set up a battle between our ragtag group of miscreants and the dark assassins. How? No one knows. Are they a known team that has earned the right to fight the new champions of the Zoid battle arena? No. But they are. Well, the last episode, uh, Rude Dude was like, don't forget to sign us up for a battle. So uh, uh, naturally, they uh, set it up so the woman signs them up against the deadliest team. And oh, no, she fucked up real bad. <sighs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Amy, how'd you do that? Cut to a flashback of her talking to Rosatini's. And his dad. Turns out Rosatini is in bed. He's in a hospital bed. He's in a full body cast. And his arm is broken. And he's got bandages all wrapped around his head. What the fuck happened he's to dying. him? dying. <laughs> like, he got, like, mild whiplash at best. And now he's on, like, a ventilator. There is a breathing machine in the background. Because it's so fucking loud, I couldn't pay attention to any of the dialogue. I'm sorry. He has Zoid's fever. <laughs> He'll never dance again. <laughs> you know, you know when people get into a car accident and they're fine, and then a few months later they're like, "I don't know, my neck hurts." That's what this is. <laughs> she's trying to scam the insurance companies in a full body cast. Uh, anyway, she's talking to them, being like, "Hey, what happened to your son? Fucking sucked." Uh, crying. I'll avenge him if you sponsor my team for the bat. I really did not pay attention in the scene. I, the, the breathing machine was so distracting. I could not pay attention. It's fine. I didn't pay attention either. <laughs> Back to the courier service, delivery service, mercenary group. I don't know what this company does. Apparently it's anything if you give them enough money. And mm -hmm. everyone's mad at Amy for signing them up against the Dark Assassins because they're going to get their shit kicked in and they know this. Thank God. Like, even Rude Dude is aware of, like, hey, I we're not a battle team. I don't think we can take on the new champs who just clean the floor with the old champs. And uh, Helmet says, he's like, you know what? Call up the team battle. But then the team, team dad hop says, oop, it's too late. We've already made the news. And they turn on the TV and sure enough, the news, because they got fucking nothing else to talk about, I guess, is like, hey, Upcoming battles between this random team of Micro Machine. Well, I don't forget their team name. And the Dark <laughs> Assassins. And now with us right now 
are the Dark Assassins. And it's just these two rich fuckboys wearing matching outfits with matching haircuts on the news saying, we're going to clean the floor with these group of idiots because we're rich and can pay for the Bezoids. We're going to murder these children. And and other guys. We've won one match, and now we are so egotistical, we are, we are going to murder anyone else who steps in the ring with us. To be fair, they're egotistical because they're two rich student uh, council presidents from the Revolutionary Girl Atunia school. <laughs> because they are just wearing the most mm. outlandish outfits. Very yeah. princely. Uh, they say, yeah, we're going to kick the shit out of them. And the news coverage stops, and we cut away to see the two fuckboys in a car. Talking to the bandit guy from the last episode who wanted to steal the jewels. And he's like, you leave them to me. And they're like, hey, why do you care about this team so much? And the bandit dude says, fuck you, mind your own business, pretty much. (laughs) He's like, I don't, whose side is, what is happening? And back at the mercenary compound of RD and Helmet, uh, we see Hops and Joey Wheeler uh, looking at the enemies. And they're like, yeah, we're going to get our shit kicked. We sure are going to lose there. Meanwhile, RD and Sweets are going to a Zoids museum out in the middle of the desert to find out what the hell fusions are. Because apparently no one knows what the fuck these are. (laughs) And this is a new technology that no one's ever understood. Hey, show some respect. They're fusors, not fusions. Sorry. Come on. My apologies. (laughs) Respect the show we've all acknowledged we didn't really pay attention to. (laughs) But I like how they're like, hey, look at this crazy new technology. I wonder if the museum has any stuff. (laughs) Why would they? They focus on the old technology. Sure enough, they get to the museum. It's more of a library. They're looking around. RD's excited because he found a typo because he thinks he's so clever and smart. Uh, Meanwhile, the bad guys are gloating that they knew that RD and Sweets would go to the museum and they prepared for this. They don't do anything about it, but they'll take <laughs> care of RD. I really don't know what's happening the more I read we, my own We notes. put a typo in the book so he <laughs> to will feel confident. Him. We knew he wouldn't resist it. Uh, so they're leaving the museum. RD and Sweets are leaving the museum saying, that was a complete waste of time. And I go, so is the show. <laughs> and then as they're running back, they stumble across a random guy that ran out of gas and is just sitting by his truck looking for a ride. Turns out this random mechanic is Dan. Dan the man. I like <laughs> this guy, actually. Uh, <laughs> one chill dude in a, in a society of just egotistical assholes. <laughs> well, hold on, because I got a point about Dan. Turns out Dan's a big Zoids fan and a big mechanic. Turns out he's a real big fan of Liger Zero because he watched the previous series. <laughs> <laughs> the only person in this universe who did. He's also, like, I understand being a big fan of, like, a particular model. Like, oh boy, I sure do love the Firebird from, like, 87. Like, I love that car particular. It's like, sure, whatever. He's a gearhead. He's also a real big fan of RD. Why? Who is RD? <laughs> Why does no one know him but Dan? Why is Dan a big fan of him? That makes me curious. <laughs> Dan the man, big fan. That's like saying I'm a real... <laughs> it's on his business card. <laughs> That's like I'm saying I'm a real big fan of the Firebird from 1987, and I know Steve over there has one, and I love Steve. It's like, that, mm, that's weird. <laughs> Never met Steve, didn't interact with him at all before this, but, oh, I fan. love you. <laughs> that's what really unnerved me about Dan. And then uh, they start talking a bit. Dan gets mad that RD doesn't really have a plan against the Dark Assassins tonight. 
I don't know why you would. I don't know why you'd stay in his fucking business. <laughs> and he doesn't want the Liger Zero to get destroyed because he loves it so much. So he's like, he says, take me back to the city. I'll help you spiff up Liger Zero and some of your other Zoids, and we'll see if we can take him. And RD is like, you got it, and takes Dan and his Zoid and rides back into the city. Meanwhile, he abandoned Sweet in the desert with Dan's broken truck. Because fuck her. <laughs> She's There's a girl. She doesn't get respect in the early 2000s. <laughs> Gross. There's certainly yeah. not any space in that cockpit for more than two people. There is. That's a joke. <laughs> and so they run back into the city. Meanwhile, back in the city, the battle started between the Dark Assassins and this ragtag group of misfits. It got pushed up to right now. <laughs> it's already happening. And as the battle starts, Dino Boy and Crab Son immediately fuse. Because why hold your best card till the end of the battle when you're struggling? Just fucking do it right away and get it over with. Yeah, when you're up against the Magikarp, just definitely Dynamax immediately. <laughs> Don't even take that chance. <laughs> just go in. All, all in. So they start fighting Sigma and Helmet. And uh, as they're fighting, the Sigma's about to get shot. And RD flies in out of nowhere. He, well, he, we get a full flashback showing he dropped Dan off outside. And the, meanwhile, Dan's like, I spoofed it up on the way. Somehow. that He's been riding it the whole time. It's been running. Like, I don't know what he did. He just <laughs> fucking, like, he downloaded the patch note. I gave you a brand new stereo system so you can plug your MP3 in. Yeah. <laughs> you can listen to Green Day on the go now. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also see Amy is just in a cafe somewhere watching the battle saying, ha ha ha, it's a good thing I bet against these idiots I signed them up for against the ba- in the battle. And it's like, Ah, she's playing both sides. That's how she does things. And then, uh, yeah, we see RD flies in and saves Sigma right as he's about to get blasted in the asshole. And uh, we also earlier they also say like, yeah, we'll fight any number of Zoids because we'll we'll sweep this team so easily. It doesn't matter how many they have. So that's why there's an excuse for random Zoids jumping in and fighting against them, and it's okay. And uh, we see Sigma tries to fight, but RD saves them. Oh, and we see Amy feels guilty about betting against them but if i whatever she's a flip-flopper she wants that money and frankly she's the only one that seems competent enough to get it in this series yeah <laughs> in the fight they take out helmet and sigma real easily and this is where my dub started drifting further and further out of sync um <laughs> right as they're about to take out rd suddenly amy flies in in her zoid uh, that she has okay um, Everybody has Zoids in the future. Sure. <laughs> and uh, as soon as she latches on to the enemy team, they hit her, and apparently that's enough to decommission her Zoid in one shot with everyone else. We <laughs> uh, see the Liger run in to attack, and they block it with a shield, which I don't know why every Zoid doesn't have a shield, especially if they're in combat so frequently. That feels like a no-brainer. And then as the Liger goes down, it like sprains its ankle? Question mark? And uh, Dan says, hey, I finished powering up the Liger. It should be good to go now. And they're like, cool. Now the Liger can fight. The crab falls off. What? The crab falls off the Spinosaurus. The, the combo's dead. Why? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So the fight's over. And uh, Hops is there saying the referees determined that it was a draw due to mechanical failure on both parts. What? Great. I, okay. Well, who gets the prize money? No one. It was a draw. Cool. So this whole episode was just a waste of our time? Yes. Literally nothing was gained in this show. Nothing was progressed in this episode at all. You think the other episodes weren't a waste of <laughs> time? No, but just the battle and the whole cinematic of like, it's this fight between the bag. Just the cop out of, 
the few the fuse wars burn out their batteries too quick, so they just ran out of power. Like it mm. just it it's so dumb. Such a dumb cop out. And Dan says he knew about the battery glitch between Fusors. Because apparently he knows about them, but no one else on the planet does. Uh, but he says he didn't tell them about it because he was busy powering up the Liger, which we never see, ever. What were you doing, Dan? <laughs> and they still don't know how to beat the Fusors. They still don't, they just locked out that the battery burnt out. They don't really know how to win against them yet. But Dan says he can still power up the Liger Zero even more. And they have nothing to lose. Cut to... Sweets dying in the desert of hypothermia because of <laughs> freezing. God, that's funny. <laughs> and that's episode two. All right, let's uh, keep going. <laughs> let's um, power through this. We're almost there. <laughs> yes. Uh, so in episode three, it starts off with Sandra and Blake who are looking at a big bird zoid named Buster Eagle. <laughs> Ooh. Like, I know Um, that's what it is, but it's funny hearing it said out loud. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Blake is one of those assassin boys. Um, So this Zoid, it's got a lot of guns and power, (laughs) and it was expensive, so it better do its job, which is probably to, I guess, kill R.D. To crime! Specifically R.D. They hate this kid. The eagle's also, like, fighting against it, which once again brings up the question, do they have souls? Yeah, did they capture this guy? It's Schrodinger's zoid of, like, is it sentient? Is it controlled by people? Is it both? Why? It's a little of both, and it's very uncomfortable, so don't think about it, and no one has in the last 20 years. Let me climb inside my Pikachu and commit it to battle. Oh, no. So then there's a scientist on the news explaining zoid fusion, and it's just, it's a megazord. Uh, all Zoids have the capability to fuse, but the scientist guy is like, I don't know which is which yet. I don't know. Who's the top? Who's the bottom? It, we have to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> the Liger Zero is wearing capris. It's a bottom. <laughs> the Liger Zero is too strong. It's a power bottom. <laughs> uh, it's a switch header. <laughs> oh, and, uh... Our folks are excited because Zoid battles are going to get way cooler. And then Helmet is like, leave it to the experts before we try to do it. And then Sweet is like, RD, are you okay? I know I act like I hate you all the time, but in this episode, I'm going to be really, really nice to you sometimes and then absolutely hate you the other times. <laughs> um, but before RD can answer, Dan runs in and he's just like, Zoid Fusers, baby! <laughs> like, the name Dan is so weird compared to everyone else. <laughs> like, it's it throws me off when I hear it. Yeah, like our main team, we have Helmet, we have Sweet, Sig- we have Sigma, we have Hop, and then every other person is Dan. Blake. Uh, we had, uh, Sandra. Uh, Sandra, yes. <laughs> Amy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're not a protagonist, so you don't get a cool nickname. <laughs> so he runs in there, and then he talks to them about, like, their Zoids changing armor, and I just didn't care, so I didn't pay any attention to it. And neither did he, really. He was like, <laughs> I just want to know about how to fuse these Zoids, get these Zoids fucking. <laughs> I want to tie these robots together and see how strong they are. <laughs> Uh, and he is ready to put in the work to figure out how it works. 
and they're all chatting about how excited they are to fuse, and RD is like, I don't think Liger Zero needs to fuse. He's already strong enough. He pretty much doesn't want to taint Liger Zero with other Zoid gunk. That's what I'm getting He's from this. He's like, my Zoid is the very best, and I don't need to fuse to be good, okay? But in episode one, he's like, hey, wouldn't it be great if I got a new fucking Zoid that wasn't a piece of shit like Liger Zero? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can handle it on my own with just Liger Zero, despite me being my, getting my ass served to me by literally everyone I've encountered with Liger Zero. <sighs> Um, and then he goes to be dramatic by a lake, uh, <laughs> but he's interrupted by Chow and Deed, and they're the they're the cops yeah. from before, and they ask him if he's okay, which is again like like sweet being very nice to him. All of a sudden in this episode, the cops are just like, "Hey, buddy." Pal? You can tell us your problems. You champ. We know you. We're friends. We know you want a deep you personal level. You want a sticker? Level. You want a sticker? Honorary sheriff sticker? Hey, criminal, let me spin this chair around so I can be cool dad for a moment. They, they <laughs> do actually give him an apple. He's like, hey, you look hungry. Here's an apple, pal. What? Ooh, what? The apples in this scene. Ooh, mm, we'll get there so in a second, apples. but yeah, ooh, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. We gotta talk about it. I, I did not write anything down about the apples, so if you want to talk about the apples now, you're more than welcome to. All right. I'm curious if it's the same thing. In the middle of this scene, I forget boy's name, but D? dude, yeah, dude finishes an apple. And eats the core. <laughs> just eats oh it. Swallows God. it down. One bite. Just Stem finishes it, it and is like, now time for dessert. Eats the core. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my God. It lunch. was so beautiful. Oh, and, uh, that was and, uh, like the one thing I retained from this episode. Yeah. Eating an apple core. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a fucking minute. Eat the whole thing. The only thing they have to eat on Planet Z right now Those are apples. apples. Yes. The so they have to source. use every bit. Yo, my dude, do you know cyanide is in apple seeds? Don't eat the seeds. Don't eat the core. It's fine for humans as long as you don't eat too many. (laughs) Um, so he like doesn't really want to talk to them about his problems. Uh, but Chow, the girl is like, I know it probably has something to do with fusers. Because you, you've seemed sad or something ever since they announced Fusers. And it's like, how do you know? <laughs> We're best friends. Um, and then RD, he's like, yeah, I don't want to fuse because me and Liger Zero have a good thing going. Like, maybe I'll fuse eventually, but not right now. I want to control my own Zoid. And Destiny, which apparently has something to do with this. <laughs> And my dad, I guess we mentioned Maybe. like once or twice in this. Yeah, he's Who cares? Up yeah, it's don't fine. Don't worry about, about it. The Alpha Sore, which we don't talk about ever again. Don't fucking worry about it. He wants his first time to be special with someone he cares yes, about. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, someone he can trust. <laughs> and then Deed is like, nah, Destiny is stupid. You should just fuse so you can be more f- powerful. I would do it with my police zoid, and then they leave. Um, and then now sweet is getting annoyed with rd again she's like you should just fuse it would be good for you and your zoid stop being so pretentious (laughs) don't peer pressure him sweet and then helmet sigma and hop get back from wherever they were and they're like hey rd we have a mission you're gonna go on a mission with us we gotta stop some little zoids from terrorizing a town up in the mountains they're wild animals for now. 
For now. Until we get a pilot in there, and then they're subservient to us, because we're good. <laughs> Woo! Um, so it's RD's first mission. He's ready. They're out there. Time to capture these Zoids. Sweet is also there and tells RD to not do anything stupid, of course, because that's their whole dynamic. (laughs) Uh, But Blake is also out there and he's ready to cause mischief. And by cause mischief, I mean kill a child. (laughs) (laughs) I want that on a jacket. (laughs) By cause mischief, I mean kill a child. Uh, so Sigma and Helmet, they're they're getting the Minizoids. That's what they're doing. And then they're like, oh, we're all RD and sweet. And then they roll up with a bunch of more Zoids to capture. They wrinkled them up. And Helmet is like, wow, that's impressive. But Sigma is like, ah, it's beginner's luck. Do we ever see sweets in her Zoid? No. She is girl. No. Why would we? Um, and then Blake is following RD and he attacks and RD is like, I don't have time for this. And then Blake is like, it's time to finish what we started. Um, and then they fight and I don't care. Uh, and fair. the others, <laughs> they just, they fight. Like, I don't, yeah. I didn't feel like writing down the specifics of it. Cause it's like, I don't need, ha- I don't need to tell you how robots fight. <laughs> yeah. Use your imagination. You'll do Look half the- a, as good a job as they did. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so the others are done with the mission. They don't know where RD is, and Helmet is worried, but Sigma is just like, nah, let's leave him out here, teach him a lesson. But then Helmet hears something and rushes off to find it. They're still fighting. <laughs> Witty banter. Uh. Um, and then the cops show up. And they're like, hey, this is a peaceful patrol area. No Zoid fighting here. But Blake says, I don't care. And then he attacks the cops. Hey, heck the police. (laughs) Heck. Um, And then the Buster Eagle swoops in to fuse with Blake's Zoid. And it was at this point that I finally realized what the fusers were because I somehow missed it in the other fights. I just like was completely tuned out and I was like, wait, so it's just one Zoid on top of another. Uh, There's no like combination, cool new form Uh, or anything for them to sell more toys. No, they're like, hey, what if we took Transformers? Oh, so you mean they're going to have like two distinct forms? No, no, no. We're going to take two robots that lock together. So they make, like, a new thing? Or, like, no, it's going to be a crab on a dinosaur. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. that's going to sell a billion dollars worth of toy. Put a magnet in this Zoid and a magnet in this other Zoid, and they just... Together. In this case, it is an eagle on top of a dinosaur. Blake attacks RD some more, and then Helmet, like... It seems like he gets there, but he didn't actually. (laughs) He's just kind of conceived... Yeah, he can just... Who knows what Helmet's timeline is? <laughs> he got lost. Um, he sees what's going on. There's more fighting, more witty banter. Um, witty in quotes. Witty in quotes. What did I mean by this? <laughs> Said the writers of Zoid's Futures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. RD, they're, they're fighting. And then RD realizes that Liger Zero isn't strong enough on his own. Shocker. <gasps> Whoa. Um... And Blake is ready to annihilate the child, but another bird zoid swoops in, and RD is using his scanner. He's hacking in, and he's like, what is this? And it's a fire phoenix, and Liger and the fire phoenix are fuse compatible. <gasps> what? 
And then all of a sudden, Buster Eagle short circuits and all it can do is fly. So Blake absconds. He says, I'll be back for you. Get ready for your death. <laughs> and RD says, maybe I confuse with uh, Fire Eagle. And the Flyer Eagle flies back down and hits RD again. Goes, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> you think you're good enough for me? Don't um, fucking touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Consent, motherfucker. It's like, of course, now RD knows that Liger Zero can fuse with this extremely powerful Zoid. Mm. He wants to fuse. Mm. Um, and then Helmet, again, finally shows up. And uh, RD is like, you'll never believe what happened. See you soon, Fire Phoenix. <laughs> and then that's it. And I'm ready to end it. <laughs> this episode or your life? Uh. <laughs> um, uh, mm, up for determination. I want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I'm now like five shots deep into this episode of a podcast. I chose for my birthday. <laughs> You, this ch- is, you chose alcohol. <laughs> every time we watch shows like this, it hurts. Mm-hmm. But you know what sucks more? When I was watching this, I was like, remember in the first Zoids when they went to those ruins and there was like a little like Shadow of the Colossus kind of thing? Mm-hmm. That was kind of neat. <laughs> when See, Zoids were mystical and not corporate machines you buy and, and fight with. This is my long game. I'm going to expose you to so much fucking bullshit that you're going to... You're going to crave early Zoids. Exactly. I'm looking for Zoids Prime. This made me, yes, like nostalgic for (laughs) original. Like, like I'm even thinking, I'm even thinking about the original Zoid series. And it's like that compared to this is like interesting. The little dino boy that like powered them up and shit. Like I'm thinking about, I'm like, that was Zoids, right? (laughs) Like that wasn't something else. They had something to say. They had an actual thought process for the series rather than, yeah, these robots, you remember these robots, right? Well, they're not selling that great. So let's Double them up. <laughs> let's double decker zoids and try to strong. They're not into selling well, so let's make more. more. Yes. God. Oh my uh, god. It's <laughs> weird. It's the same plan I have for Digimon. Mm. <sighs> well, you lost us immediately by showing <laughs> uh, the movie first. So uh we peaked. It's all downhill uh, from there. Wow. Uh, zoids. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Zoids, always zoids. I remember because in is it, I think it's the second series of Zoids. The, the raptor thing that Blake had with the two, like, spiral cannon things was, like, a big fucking deal. It was, like, super powerful. And now it's, like, you fucking slap an eagle on this bitch just to make it work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Same with Liger Zero. They're outdated now. I think the armor that Dan was talking about, I'm like, yeah, I looked into Liger Zero. It used to have different, like, external modes. Is a reference back to... St- series two and kind of saying like hey remember series two fucking none of that matter like it can't power up that way like it used to and it's like historically it did it but oh that's ancient history now in this timeline it sucks at today's standards why i don't know god what a horrible experience happy birthday happy birthday hey i'm having a great time i'm (laughs) chatting with friends I yeah. Because it's not us in. after this. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Brendan. Fair enough. 
uh, I'm watching my favorite baseball team lose uh, the World Series, so I'm having a great day over here. Uh, There's baseball happening? Uh, uh, baseball. Excuse me, baseball. Baseball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never root for the tacos. That's a bad uh, winning strategy. <laughs> but hey, so yeah, we're uh, no, we're not here. We're not. We will never be there. No, we were no. there once, apparently, and and a once. faint dream of a thought of the past. But <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, we're we're Zoids nostalgic, but we're not Zoids uh, fans. <laughs> I hate that. No, I hate that. Uh. I hate that we've hit this point. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well. Well, here we are. We're, mm, we're Did we hit uh, an hour? Are we? Do we fill a requirement? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're. I think so. We have a decent enough episode. I didn't prepare <laughs> we passed, any content. We passed fifty honest. minutes, and I feel like that's fine. <laughs> that, yes, that's uh, the yeah. That's the contract we agreed to with the devil. <laughs> yeah. If we hate a show, we have to get. About an hour's worth of content. We've gone under. Oh, we've gone under. But <laughs> <laughs> what do we got next week? I I get another pick because mm, I'm still on you. probation. Why? Yeah. <laughs> redeem yourself. Uh, so, in order to redeem myself, I took an actual recommendation from a friend who likes anime that isn't one of you two. What? <gasps> this is unprecedented territory. Exist. So uh, we're gonna watch a uh, uh, skateboard anime, Skate the Infinity. Oh fuck, Tony Hawk! Oh. Can we get Tony Hawk as a guest? Uh, yeah, I'm trying. He, he has not returned my calls yet. So Bob Burquist. <laughs> Ooh, maybe Bam Margera. I used to live in the same town as him. He is not doing well, so he might have low enough standard for a podcast. <laughs> we'll see. We're trying. We'll, see. we'll <laughs> you'll find out next week as we watch Skate the Infinity. <laughs> Hella. So if there's a show you would like us to watch, uh, number one, expect us to hate it because that happens. We we hate our own picks. Yes. Uh, Submit pessimistically. Yeah. (laughs) Listener, if you love a show, do not send it to us because, oh God, we are likely not going to. And we love you because you are a listener of our show. And that means we connect in one form or another, but if it comes down to anime taste, that is not the connection you're looking for. So, you can send those recommendations to us. Our email is areweebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at areweebthereyet on both. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. And listen to my fiction podcast, Echoed Locations. You can find me on Instagram at honey period d, on Twitter at honey d eight and honey d art, and on Twitch at honey underscore d. And honey is spelled h u n n i e. Find me on Twitter at abts brendan. It stands for almost better than silence, which is a video game podcast. I also do. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louie's music at louiezong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Who can say where the road goes? Are these nuts? <laughs> <laughs>